Hello, I'm Josh Witt. Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Episode 5, Marist. <laughs> oh my gosh, we almost lost the Marist. Instagram, at Burning Springs. Email, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. We got another email, we being me. Going to read that later. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I'm thankful for a lot of things. Uh, some are higher on the list, like family and my faith. Um, lower on the list, but still I'm thankful, uh, is that West Virginia University did not lose to Marist tonight. Uh, West Virginia won 84-78. This is a Marist team that lost to something called UMass Lowell this year. They lost to Army at home by 22. And yet somehow tonight they shoot Mayor shoots fifty-five percent. They make almost everything close to the rim. Junk shots and ones. It's not like West Virginia was playing bad defense. And because they're Marist, West Virginia was able to win. West Virginia shot thirty-five percent. This was not a stand-up and pace game for me. It should be. It has all the signs of, oh my goodness, get nervous. And yet, I wasn't that nervous because it's Marist. Okay? And I'm going to be consistent with this message. When West Virginia plays Marist, when they play American University, when they play Morgan State, when they play... N-J-I-T, I don't know what that is, but we're going to play them later in the season. It only matters if West Virginia loses, and somehow they won tonight. The key stretch, Marist was tied with West Virginia, 67 all with 536 left in the game. Next trip down, Carter makes a three, thank goodness. Then Marist comes down, uh, one of their guys named David Knudsen who had earlier in the game made three threes in a row earlier in the second half. He went for the Stephen Curry heat check three. Thank goodness he did that because he missed it. couple empty possessions, and then soon after, Chase Harler made a three. Then Maris came down, hit a three, and then Harler hit another three. That put West Virginia up by six. They ended up winning by six. I got a Facebook comment this week saying, hey, West Virginia's got some three-point shooters. Maybe the strategy strategy should be Carter drives and kicks out to our three-point shooters. And here's, what, here's my response, especially after tonight's game. I agree that West Virginia has three-point shooters. The problem is, is that they are not good at it. Said it in the Texas A&M podcast. I'm saying it here. West Virginia is not good at shooting three-pointers. So far, they're 32% from three for the year. The two worst games West Virginia's played, this game and the Texas A&M game, the Midnight Germany game, West Virginia shot 40 threes, and tonight they shot 38 threes. And when West Virginia shoots that many threes, it's going to be a problem. Uh, what Mares did was they threw the 1-3-1 zone at us, something that we're familiar with. 
We tried to shoot over it and was unsuccessful. And guess what? Going to see a lot more zone defense from the upcoming games, the upcoming teams that West Virginia is going to face. It made me think, has there been a good three-point shooting Huggins team in the since he's been at West Virginia? There was one, and it was back in the 2013-14 season. West Virginia shot 38% for the season. That was a team that had Aaron Harris, Terry Henderson, sit down for this one, Remy Debo. Uh, so that was a good three-point shooting team. Um, Harris and Henderson transferred out. Huggins said, I need to fix it. That birthed Press Virginia. So more thoughts after this. Some random thoughts from tonight's game. The mascot for Marist is the Red Fox. So ESPN did the right thing in the second half by showing a picture of Sanford and Son, showing the Red Fox holding a turkey leg. So thank you ESPN for that. The announcer started humming the theme song, but he was insecure and only did it for a couple of seconds and bailed. I don't think he gave it its proper due. It's one of the classic TV theme songs. And so I'm going to give it a go right now. Here's my rendition of the Sanford and Son theme song. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, and I'm sorry. Um, a basketball thought. 48 fouls called during the game. Classic West Virginia early season game. It comes with the territory. This is how West Virginia plays. They play full-court defense. They are very prone to being called for fouls. It's just tough to watch. It makes the game long. This is the first and last time I'll discuss college basketball referees. My thoughts with them are they are inconsistent and not very good. And both of those things are consistent with college referees. So take that for what it's worth. If you record games, let's say you weren't able to be near the TV for Thanksgiving uh, to watch Marist in West Virginia and you DVR'd the game, anytime you DVR a West Virginia game, make sure to add an extra hour at the end for games like this where there's just six million fouls called. Uh, now, here's a new segment to the Unreasonable Doubt uh, podcast called Now You Talk. This is where I take a call from the listener. You can do this by downloading the Anchor app. When you do that, search for my podcast, Unreasonable Doubt, and when it comes up, you'll see an option to call in. And so this person called in. Let's listen to his call. Um, great job. Still like the podcast. Um, 
couple questions, maybe just one question. All right, two questions. All right, two questions. Do you plan on attending any West Virginia basketball games this season? If so, which ones? Um, two, if you got to ask Bob Huggins one question about this season, uh, what would you ask him? And what do you think his response would be uh, to that question? Congratulations on the accolades. Uh, keep climbing to the top. That call was from Rick Grone, so thank you, Rick, for the call. Your first question, and I hope you're not offended by this, but I'm not going to answer how many West Virginia games I'm going to attend and when on a podcast. It feels like a setup. I mean, it feels like I think I've seen this kind of question in a movie. What was that movie? Uh, I think it was Home Alone. I think that's what it was. Joe Pesci asked the family that was leaving kind of questions to figure out when people were going to be away from the house so the so the wet bandits could rob the house. So feel free to email me, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. Let's spark a conversation there. And off the podcast, uh, if I'm comfortable, I will answer that question. So I'm going to take that offline. The second question, what would I ask Bob Huggins? Uh, My instinct is to not ask him anything for fear of being uh, talked to condescendingly or, you know, that I have a dumb question and he's very good at sniffing out dumb questions and giving it the proper amount of respect based on the dumbness of the question. But without fear of repercussion, my question to Bob Huggins would be, Hey man, why don't you take better care of yourself? You took West Virginia to the Final Four in my lifetime. You get to coach as long as you want. I'd like that to be a long time. Why don't you take better care of yourself? How would he answer? I don't think he'd answer in a serious way. He'd probably deflect or make a joke. He'd make a comment about how it's because the team is not very good and that makes him not live uh, in a more healthy way. So I think that's my question. It's not not very funny. Uh, It's a very serious question, but I'd like the answer to that. Again... If you'd like to hear your call on this podcast, download the Anchor app, find my podcast, find the option for call in. Coming up next, some final thoughts. Some final thoughts for episode five. Going to read an email sent to unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. This email is from a Greg Cooney who lives in Charleston, West Virginia. He has two questions. Who has the better John B. Chinstrap beard, Javon Carter or Logan Rout? Second question, what is your prediction for WVU's record at the end of the season? First question, who's got the better Chinstrap beard? I'm not familiar with the John B. that you're talking about, but I give the edge to Javon Carter. The reason, he's bald. That makes his chinstrap beard more mysterious. It's untethered, 
kind of floating in space, nothing to hang on to. I'm more interested in that beard. So for those reasons, I'm going with Javon Carter. The second question, hey man, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'll give it a college try. West Virginia is currently 4-1. and one. They play 14 total non-conference games. Two more in Orlando. They play at home against University of Virginia, home against the University of Kentucky, go to Pittsburgh. So those are not easy games. Pittsburgh's not very good, but it's an away game. So I feel like 11-3, 11 wins, 3 losses seems right for the non-conference schedule. And then for Big 12 games, there's 18 total. Play each team twice. Last year, West Virginia was 12-6. and six. This team is not as good as last year's team. Yet, they may get better. But even with the addition of Issa Ahmad in January, I feel like this is a, an 11-7 and seven conference record team. So you put that together with the non-conference. West Virginia is 22-10 and 10 at the end of the year. Not terrible, but not a top 10 team as predicted in the polls. Um, but that's good enough for them to get into the tournament in that 7 to 8 seed range. And let's see what happens. So hopefully there's no injuries. That definitely changes the prediction. What's your prediction? Send it to me. UnreasonableDoubtWV at gmail.com That's it for this episode. Listen on the Anchor app. You can also listen on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. If you do that, subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, and leave a review. Got a few more reviews out there. Thank you for those. Next game is tomorrow, Black Friday, 5 p.m. ESPN2 against University of Central Florida. The game's in Orlando, so that's pretty much a home game for UCF. But that's not as interesting as this. They have a, uh, according to ESPN.com, one of the 40 tallest living persons in the world. He's seven foot six. His wingspan is eight feet four inches. And he'll be guarded by Kanate. So that should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Until then, this is Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU is 4-1.